a.m. in New York, 4 p.m. in Johannesburg, and 10 p.m. in Bangkok. Welcome to the Expat Happy Hour. This is Sunday Schneider Bean from sundaybean.com. I'm a solution-oriented coach and intercultural strategist for individuals and organizations, and I am on a mission to help you adapt and succeed when living abroad and get you through any life transition. Expectations are resentments waiting to happen. This truth bomb from Benet Brown cannot be more true than when it appears in our expectations around expat life. And one of the people that I admire about bringing up truth bombs around failed expectations for expat life is our guest today on Expat Happy Hour. I'd like to welcome Janine Christie, who is a talented Canadian copywriter based in Spain and also the face behind the brand new blog, My Expectations. So welcome, Janine. Thank you. Glad to be here. We're so excited to have you. It's so funny. We were both Actually, you're usually in Spain. I'm normally in South Africa. And we were actually in Canada at the same time for like 24 hours, weren't we? I, it's a very strange thing, yes. <laughs> <laughs> our, unfortunately, our environmental imprint is really bad right now, isn't it? Oh, dear. What can we do? <laughs> I know. So here's the thing. I invited Janine on Expat Happy Hour today because there are two things I would love for her to share with you. One is her own journey as an expat, as she has come to terms with her own expectations, the crash and burn, and how she has done the work to recover from that, and this amazing new blog that she has called My Expectations. So Janine, I'd love to start um, by focusing on the first part okay. around your own journey of, you know, you're doing this blog. It's about the, the expectations that we bring. You and I have come together to work together. So tell me what was going on with you before you and I started collaborating? Well, huh, that's, I have to reach back and because it's so much better now. So I have to go backwards and see, but basically I probably found myself in a situation that a lot of expat partners are in the ones that are not working while their partner is working, um, for whatever reason. And that I just did not have a purpose to basically get up in the morning. And I did not know what to do with myself. And I actually was slipping into a depression because I just did not see anything interesting for my future. And that's not how I wanted my expat life to be. It was all about having possibilities and new adventures. And it was turning into exactly the opposite. So, and what, I have chills when you say that because, you know, this idea one, thank you for sharing that because there are people who are listening right now who feel exactly the same way. And there's so much shame around living abroad, right? You live in Spain. You live in this, you know, who, who's going to complain about the beautiful weather in Spain Everybody's and jealous. the wine in Spain, <laughs> right? No one's going to give you any empathy there. And you have a wonderful relationship. You're happy with yes. your marriage. So yes. no one, it's like there's zero permission yeah. for you to say, I'm not happy. Completely. 
Right. So thank you for sharing that. There's someone who's listening right now who's feeling the exact same way, who are there, who's saying, you know, I shouldn't be unhappy. I think my episode I just recorded was talking about that. Like, I shouldn't be unhappy because I have a great, you know, relationship. My kids are healthy. I have yes. financial security. And then you shame yourself yeah. for not being happy. And but what <laughs> I've yeah, go ahead. Plus, there's one little thing that's probably doesn't sound good, but you know what? I really wanted my life to look good to my friends and family back home because I'm in Spain and I didn't want them to know that it wasn't completely amazing every day because I wanted to look mm -hmm. good, you know? So I had to kind of right? keep, to keep up the front that I'm in Spain and the wine is cheap and I'm in the sun and they're all freezing in the cold. But now I think that they were having a better life than me. <laughs> Right. And it's like, if they, you don't want them to worry about you, know. you and you don't want to look like you kind of made a bad decision, <laughs> you know, like you don't want to lose face. Do you wake up every morning? You're like, I made the wrong decision. <laughs> oh, seriously. So well, I love that you say that. And the other thing I've talked about this, another podcast, one of them is called lack of purpose is life threatening. What people don't realize is that biologically we are programmed for purpose. I think so. And, and if people who have a, um, low sense of purpose are actually as at risk health-wise as people who are sedentary or are smokers. So people don't realize how important purpose mm -hmm. is. Well, it made me okay. sedentary because I became depressed and I didn't go out and I locked myself away and, you know, bad things happened. Mm -hmm. Right. And But did it happen fast or did it happen slow? I don't know if I can answer that question. I think it was a slow burning process and then one day just everything fell apart. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I would ha probably have to ask my friends or, that, or my husband to tell me what they saw when they were looking at me. Cause you're, 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 you get totally distorted perception of yourself when you're kind of in that black space. So you don't really know what reality is like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, right. So you're interesting. Um, because you know, when I, announce year of transformation, the program that I offer every year to 10 individuals to help find purpose and meaning. Usually I've been on calls with people or they've been active, um, in my workshops. So I kind of know the people already who apply for the program mm -hmm. and you came kind of out of the blue for me. Yeah. I was surprised. so tell me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so tell me what, how did you find me? Like what happened there? What made you pick up the phone? I was actually going through all of um, the things I've saved on my iPad, trying to find the email or how I found you. And it was through Facebook. I was on Facebook and a couple of different expat groups. And somehow I saw you advertising or m someone mentioning that you were having this year of transformation and a little description. And I think I was invited to send an email just to talk to you just mm -hmm. to see mm -hmm. if it would be a good fit and to find out more about the program. And I never thought that I would do something like this, but I just thought, you know what? I have absolutely nothing to lose. And I, I'm at my wits end. I literally did not know what I was going to do next. And I just typed the email and put all mm -hmm. the problems into it. And your response, I knew that you could help. Just, just the way that mm. you ask questions and answered questions. I'm like, mm, this lady can help me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. I love that. So what were you hoping? Like, you, it sounds like you were pretty low, right? So what I were you hoping to get out of it? I'm, 
it's a good question and I'm going to give you a very plain answer. All Mm -hmm. I wanted was help. I did not know Mm -hmm. what shape that was going to come in the form. I didn't really have an uh, end result. I just knew that I needed to move forward and Mm -hmm. I thought I could. And that's all I was looking to do Mm -hmm. was to move forward. That's it. Okay. Can I, I'm going to ask you kind of, I'm going to put you on the spot yeah. here. So feel free to answer it the way, any way you want to. A lot of my people, um, they feel, how should I say this? They judge themselves for, how should, it's so hard to say, but they feel bad for asking for help. It's like, I should be able to do this on my own. They beat themselves with a shame stick around that. How was that well, I, I'm sure there was some shame involved. I mean, the thing is, I just, couldn't believe that I was in that situation because I was an extremely independent person before I moved to Spain. I never, Mm -hmm. and I didn't plan on staying in Spain. I went there to just kind of like change my life a little bit, decided it wasn't for me and I was coming back. And then by accident, I met my husband and I stayed in Spain. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I wasn't going there looking for love or anything like that. I wanted to be independent and on my own. So I've always taken care of myself and solved my own problems. So yes, it was Mm -hmm. a bit hard to kind of asking for help and it wasn't in my hands anymore to help myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and that's the thing I find with a lot of people. The reason I bring that up is one, it's probably the most important thing I learned when I was 31 and had an iron deficiency and a baby and my dream job and I couldn't do it all. And yeah. I, I realized it, I, I had to learn one, how to ask for help Two, to, to know it was okay and um, to negotiate with other people what that help might look like. So for me, yeah. my own journey, I realized how hard that was. And I watch my clients do this like shame storm, as Brene Brown says, like, oh, I should. Why didn't I do it on my own? I, uh, the reason why I'm bringing that up is if anybody has felt that way, I want you to know that that comes up. But on the other side of that is you who is saying like, actually, things are so much better now. Um, you barely even remember that. So yeah. that's what I love about that. So tell me what um, I this is I'm so curious here you have to say like, what is it? What what has it been like so far? What are we we're a little over halfway through in the journey? Yes. What has it been like so far? It's been um, nerve wracking, because, you know, I'm a taskmaster, but I needed it. Because I remember when we started, I said, I need someone to basically just kind of like, ride me, give me kind of like a swift kick up the you know what, and just mm-hmm. not let me make excuses, hold me to my promises, deadlines. I needed that. And that's what it was. Yep. Because if yep. I came up with an excuse, you're like, mm, baloney, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, I can't get, you know, I can't get away with anything here. And that's what I, that's what I needed. But, but we had fun at the same time because we were laughing half the time. So it was good. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so I mean I had but so I was like <laughs> see it's just like, careful what you ask for right exactly. <laughs> exactly. And my husband loved it he's just like ha ha Sunday's gonna tell you what to do ha ha because he can't <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing I hear from my clients they're like 
how come, how come when I tell you, you know, this perspective, you don't believe it, but when Sunday tells you, then you believe it. My husband and I, we talk about that all the time and it's called, it's, we, we had a phrase, um, off of modern family called wedge salad. It was an episode where she kept telling her husband about this wedge salad she had to try, he had to try and he wouldn't do it until one of his friends said, try it. And then she just exploded <laughs> on him and destroyed the kitchen. So every time my husband does that, oh, blah, 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 my friend told me to do that. And I've been telling him for five years, I just go wedge salad and he shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And I think what it is, is like, we have a hard time. Um, we have a hard time accepting things from the people who love us unconditionally yeah, it's hard um, to take that in because, of course, it's their job to love you, and they love you no matter what. Yes. So when someone else gives you that perspective, um, it, you you might hear it from a different yes. place. So what I know, I know. So you, what I love about your journey so far is you were in this place. You said you were like borderline depressed, stuck. You're looking for help, and now you're rocking. And I see what you're doing online. I love how I'm hearing people respond to the blog that you've created, the writing that you've done. Um, uh, it's incredible. So I'm happy to hear from you. <laughs> so, you know, I guess I'm going to just share with the audience quick. What happened is we got started and, um, you were in that place and you said you wanted this swift kick yeah. in the butt. What happened next that led you to where you are right now? Well, before I started with you, thankfully I had, um, lifted my head up for a second and, um, thought, Oh, I want to do a blog. I didn't know what it was going to be about, but I went and bought the domain name for two years. And then I just let it sit mm -hmm. for a year. So I had that in the back mm -hmm. of my head. So when we started the process, you basically just asked me, what do you want to get out of this? What do you want to do? Mm -hmm. And I had no idea because I didn't even think my skills were valid anymore because they, I felt they had just stagnated and, you know, I was older midlife, I guess you could call it. And then there's all these younger people that are doing it better than me, you know, with all the technology that I didn't even know how to use. So you were just like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, I've got this domain that I bought, but I don't know what to do. And we just kind of like poured everything into, you know, that being my purpose, mm -hmm. getting back my skills of communications and writing. And I don't know, you just... Okay, now I have to jump in yeah. here. Here's what I love about this, right? So this is why I do what I do. Before you and I work together, you are feeling like literally stuck on the sofa, right? Yeah. And what and what I see from the, for, as a coach perspective, I see your thoughts and and I'm just going to be really frank. A lot of them oh, are yeah. bullshit. Like the, what we tell ourselves, me included, I've got it. If you're a human and you have an amygdala, we've got it, right? Yeah. And because I'm not living in your fears or your story, I can see that. That's my yeah. job, right? And when, and I believe in you because every single time I work with someone, I see the magic that comes out and what they can do. And what I loved about you is one, you told yourself the story that you're not good at tech. Yeah. And two, you didn't, you said, you told yourself the story. I'm not a very good writer. And here, let me break on you, think please. I could write again because I hadn't done it for so no. long. I was teaching English. I'm like, I can still write. I just thought it was so dusty and old. That skill was done. Right. And what I experienced is something completely different. When you sent me your first draft. I remember you laughed your head off. I was like, 
I was like, uh, I got nothing. It was flipping amazing. <laughs> and I have really high expectations. I work with a lot of people and I give really honest, direct feedback. And you were sending me stuff. I'm just like, God, I'm grasping to add you add value here because everything you wrote was so good. And it was like, you finally had evidence in front of your face. Oh, it's not dust rusty. Yes. I don't have to refresh. I've, I've still yeah. got it. The other thing which you and I have never talked mm. about is your story of I'm not good at technology. <laughs> I yeah. cannot believe the quality of social media images you're putting out there um, from the first step. Right. And so what I didn't think I could do it. I'm just like, oh, Twitter and Facebook. And, oh, Lordy. But I just it's and you're killing it. You're, and you're killing it. And so what I want the listeners to know is that just with you, it was like you're you're in a funk. You're stuck in your story. You finally reach out to get help. And when you get called on your stuff, if you get the accountability and you are forced to to do yeah. right what we discovered is you've got more in you than you were giving yourself Definitely. credit for and it just exploded so that's ex so exciting i'm so proud of you so what what was your contribution to that i know what i bring in terms of methodology but what was your well, contribution i think to i that just process? um listen to you and um if you gave me a deadline i did the work so, and I'm proud of you myself. Did. If you like, you have to do this and this by this time. I did it, and I delivered. Yep. So yep. that's yes, and you totally. have to do that. I mean, or else why bother doing it at all? And I didn't know. I didn't know if I could do that. I thought, oh, you know, I'll find a way not to do it, and I'll get distracted, and blah blah blah. But no, I felt like I owed you my dedication, and I didn't want to disappoint you. Mm -hmm. So I just, I did, I did, mm -hmm. and I was just like, you know, when I sent you my my writing, I'm, I would proofread it like fifty times. I'm like, if I see a mistake, and and you know, I let it go through, and then Sunday finds mistake, I'm going to be so disappointed. I let her down. I I don't know. <laughs> just. It's so funny. I have that with some of my other clients. It's like they don't. I I hope this is what I hope it is. I hope that you know I'm giving my yes. all, and I commit to you. Yes, right. And definitely. you, what you do is you, your business. I just want you to get the most. Yes. Of it, right. Um. But I I do have um clients who are who become like the good student who are like, I better do yes. my homework. <laughs> and that is like the way they bribe themselves to get the assignment done in time. And yeah. that pure, like almost guilt as a student who doesn't have her homework yet, <laughs> um, that gets you to do it. And then that's where the value comes from. Because that's one thing I say is that the value of coaching happens in between yes. sessions. It's, it's when you do the work. So I would love to brag on my expectations for a second. The <laughs> actual blog. Okay. Okay. So my expectations, right? Not my expectations. My expectations yes. is such a professionally produced blog. Your writing is amazing. And I just want to brag for a second. Um, the, the, the way that you talk about it, she says, if you're looking for a blog that makes you snort laugh when expat life is getting you down, then you've come to the right place. Right. And I shared it with my clients. I shared it with my community and they confirmed it instantly. So why did you decide you wanted a blog that made people laugh? Because if you're depressed, you need laughter. I'll tell you just one little, little thing. When I was depressed, I had two good years where I was not in a good place. I don't think I slept properly for two years and that's not a good thing. And I remember the only thing that would make me kind of have a glimmer of hope is watching the Simpsons and laughing. 
and and then I could just mm-hmm. see a little bit of sunlight. I needed laughter. And when I wasn't laughing, I was mm-hmm. depressed again. So, and I just thought, this is what I can give to other people. So, so I mean, mm-hmm. other people said, she you're funny. I'm like, okay, I'll go with that then. Mm-hmm. So I just, mm-hmm. you are really funny. Like that's why we laugh. <laughs> and when, those of you who are listening, you do have to go. I'm going to put the, in the show notes your blog, so you have to go look at it. Um, I think I, one of your lines that just made me laugh out loud is, um, I think it was love is a stupido. <laughs> like you were talking about how moving abroad for love is like not is no bueno. Like, <laughs> and you just. You're, <laughs> You know, and it's like, there's um, just a little FYI for people. If you are listening to my podcast, you're probably okay with a few swears. Uh, expect a few swears from my expectations because that's where the fun, salty flavor comes yes, from. Yes, it's a bit salty. Uh, so I'm going to try an experiment where I might do a blog post that's not salty and see what happens, but I don't think I'm going to get as many laughs. It's just, I add the, you know, the saltiness just for humor. You know, I, and I think it, I think yeah, it works. And it's amazing. I asked my best friend. It is amazing. So what? I asked my best friend. Oh, I sent her a, a write, a, some writing and she's like, I said, is this too sarcastic? She's like, Shanine, if it wasn't sarcastic, you wouldn't want to write it. I'm like, okay, fine. And I just went with it. <laughs> I can't be any other way. So just go with it. <laughs> That's so cute. And so I think one of the things that where you and I align so much is because I am also really committed to talking about the truth, yeah. like the hard realities of expat life, right? And I think that's where you and I really align. I think you so. say that my expectations is chock full of my failures, misgivings, and small yeah. triumphs as a woman trying to navigate life yeah. abroad. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah. so many expat blogs and expat forums and expat groups. It's like positive, 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 and I get that. It's good to be positive, but there's it crosses into fake. And then people that don't feel that way feel weird. They're like, what's wrong with me? Everybody else is so positive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hello, they're lying. You know, of course they have positive parts, mm-hmm. but life isn't yeah. all about rainbows and unicorns. There's crappy sides to it and you have to talk about it. So people that are looking for information mm-hmm. on becoming an expat or looking for information on why their expat life isn't going right, they can see the truth. You need the truth. So I just like making the yeah, truth totally. funny. That's all. And that- well, and, and the other thing is, is like you said, you don't want an Instagram no, filter version of it. I don't life. even go on Instagram. I just um, can't take it. No. <laughs> right. And, and that's where, I mean, I want people to go and check out your website and read more about how my expectations came to be born. You can find the definition of expectation there. I want you to go check it out. And one of the other things I love about your blog is how you talk about what your expectations expectation was and then the reality yeah, because, so go check that out on her blog yeah that's what it's mm-hmm. all about it's like the expectations because you have and then the reality you get and you're like man i was stupid <laughs> because you blame you blame the country <laughs> you're in a lot oh it's spain's fault for this it's spain's fault for that yeah. they don't do this right they don't do that right i mean maybe in some situations that's true but a lot of the times it's the way you mm-hmm. approach a situation and it's always your expectations about how things are in your home country and how they should be in the country you're living in. And those are always wrong. <laughs> yep, exactly. And that's where all the learning yes, comes definitely. in. It's just like, oh, But man. you still have to be pissed oh, off. We, um, I mean, but yep. you have to be pissed yeah. off and let it go and, you know, come back to your expat life again, try it a different way. But um, there's no harm in, mm-hmm. you know, bitching a little bit, especially to a friend that gets you. 
Yep, totally. And that's you're the friend that gets you online, right? And share your story and help people I feel. Hope so. you know, I hope so. I hope people well. see themselves in the stories and then they're like, oh yeah, she feels like me. So now I don't feel like a weirdo. Because sometimes you think, well, maybe I'm a person mm-hmm. just that just can't be happy because everybody else around you is sparkly and you're mm-hmm. unhappy. And you're like, am I a weirdo? But you're not. You're just telling the truth maybe mm-hmm. a little too much sometimes, but you know, it's just better to be truthful, mm-hmm. I think. I love that. So if anybody's out there right now who's listening, who thinks, you know, maybe I just can't be happy like these other people, um, know that what we've heard from your story is that if you accept, if you have a hard look at, you know what, things aren't good mm-hmm. right now, and then you're willing to ask for help and do the work, you can get clear on doing something more purposeful, finding the humor in the difficulties that you're having. Um, I think another thing that you and I really align on is this idea of, you know, I'm always surprised when people think I'm alone, right? I'm the only one. And that's why I think you and I are like, hey, you're not alone. And and to help people see that. There's so many other people going through this. They just don't want to admit it because of the shame, because they think they're supposed to be living their most awesome Mm -hmm. life because they're in a new exotic country. But life Mm -hmm. is life. The same problems follow you. The same personality (laughs) follows you. So you just have to deal with it. And that's why I I always say that expat life or, you know, international life, you can use whatever name that you want with it. It's we're living Olympic level lives. We're living normal, hard life. Plus there's other languages, other foods, other cultural you know, yeah, weird in laws. You know? um, so, <laughs> exactly. So, um, listen, we're not done yet. You and I are not. I mean, what I love is that you're just you're just getting yeah. started, right? And we're not even we're not close to the end of year of transformation. You've still got a lot ahead of you. What do you hope happens by the time year of transformation? Well, is I for you? hope that um, because you always know when I'm a little bit scared to take the next step. So now that I've launched the blog and that was mm-hmm. a big deal in itself, I thought when I pressed the enter button that my computer would blow up because <laughs> I'm not good at tech. So I'm over the techie hurdle. I'm getting used to social media. So the next thing is going back into um, my skills, not just of writing the blog, but of writing um, as my job, because this is what I did before back in Canada. I was in PR and communications, and I want to use the skills that I have that I know I'm good at. So my next step is to get back into content writing and copywriting and uh, getting getting paid again. You know, it's not great. Not working. You think it's the, you know, the dream thing. And I tried it for a little while for, you know, other circumstances, but, uh, it's not good. Working is good. If you can, you know, love it and, you know, enjoy what you're doing, use the skills that you're good Mm -hmm. at. Working is good. And I mean, when, when you say working, I hear you want to give value and receive value. That's what, you know what I mean? And it's about, Hey, I'm doing something valuable and people are giving me something valuable in return. There's that feels great. And so people who, um, who have this idea that it'll be amazing, not, to work or not to have to whatever they, I think they find yeah. uh, they, they're shocked yes. that they feel empty when it's not there. Right. Yeah. So, um, but when we talk about value, I think everybody understands, Hey, I want to give value and I want to receive value because some people only give value and they never well, receive yeah. value back. I think that's one of the reasons why I stopped, um, 
doing the job that I was doing. I, I met my husband when I walked into his English ac- academy for a job and I was teaching English and then I couldn't do that anymore. Um, because of government issues with working in a family business in Spain. It was very, very complicated and very, very expensive. So I thought, I'll take the opportunity and I'll take a break from working. And that just fell apart. But I didn't want to go back to something that I wasn't trained in, that I wasn't enjoying. I wanted to put the value in where I knew I had the skills, but actually get paid for the value I was giving back Mm -hmm. to me. And I just didn't have that in teaching English because, you know, the pay in Spain is not. Oh my God. Now that I've seen your writing, right. I mean, your, your writing is so amazing. And I know you're already, you know, supporting people with their work and it's, it's amazing. So it's going to be exciting. I've written that down. Coach Sunday's written that down. (laughs) It's recorded. (laughs) We're going to have the services page. Um, That's wonderful. So tell us, so what advice do you have for people who are thinking about doing your transformation? (laughs) That's all I could say, do it. (laughs) When I talked to you, I went to my husband and I mean, he just wants to be happy. He's like, do whatever you want, do whatever you want. I said, no, I need to speak to someone that's a little bit more rational. So I phoned um, a friend that lives in Iceland and I told her what the program was about. And she's younger than me, but she's like an old soul. And she's like, Janine? invest in yourself. That's, she's just like, invest in yourself. You're worth it. Do it. And that's all she said. And I, and then I just said, okay, I'm going to do it. I mean, no one else is really going to do that for you. I had the support of my husband. So I just decided I'm going to do something for myself. And that's all I can say. Yeah. That's so awesome. And I know for me, my own journey of investing in myself, it's, if you're not used to doing that, it's, um, it can feel scary. I know some of my clients or some people who have contacted me two years ago and they wanted to work together and end up saying no. And then two years later, they're like, I'm still in the same spot. Like I should have worked with you two years ago. Why didn't I do that? If I didn't do it, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it on my own. I just, I can't see how, and I went to therapy before, but it's not what I needed. No, no, you needed, yes. you needed a different yeah. approach. You needed accountability and, and that sort of thing. And this is a thing. This is another thing where I, because I do believe in the coaching process so much. I mean, I have my own coach. I'm actually leaving for a retreat with my own coach tomorrow morning. Um, I believe this is what it, I totally believe in because it helps kick me in the butt, helps yeah. me stay accountable, helps me say out loud what I want to create. And then someone there by my side to say, okay, what's the next step? So I believe in that so much. I invest lots and yes. lots and lots of money in coaching because I know it, I know it works. But what, what do you think for those who um, are thinking of it to do it? What do they need to do to make the well, most they have of it? to know that they, if they invest in themselves and they make this commitment and they pay the fee that they have to show up. If you don't show up, you're not going to get out of it what you need. So if you're so scared and you just know that you're not going to show up and do the work, then maybe don't do it right now and take a little bit of time when you're a little bit more confident because it's, it's time wasted. I mean, you don't want, I, I don't waste a single second in our sessions this is what's always blows my mind. Right. I come yeah, to you, you come with prepared. like, sometimes it's a list of excuses mm-hmm. or sometimes it's problems or difficulties. And within one second, you're like, oh, we'll do this. I'm like, how does this woman have an answer in five seconds? How? I always call my husband <laughs> after the session. I'm like, oh, Cindy said this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like hyper and ready to go. But you, I don't know. The problems are always solved. I don't know. It's like magic. I don't know what to mm-hmm. say. <laughs> 
That's so funny. I, I, I agree with you, but you have to, this is like a co-creation. And one of my clients I adore, um, she and I have worked together for a while. She's like, Sunday, can I just throw money at it? You know, like she knows, she knows that she has to do part. Like I show up and I do my part, but she has to do, do her part. When we and start, I'm like, I've been there. I remember when we started, I said, I am the laziest person you are ever going to work with. I warned you. I'm like, I am so lazy. But in the end, I wasn't. You're so not lazy. Oh my God. You're, look at you. You're bringing it. Um, so what do you want to say? This is the one thing that I'm going to, I'll share an episode with someone who did year of transformation like three or four years ago. She's coming back on expat happy hour to talk about how even years later, she's still using the tools and methodology that we did years ago. It's still having massive impact on her life even through crazy crisis. So I want to hear from you this time next mm-hmm. year after your mm-hmm. transformation, what would you love to be reporting? I'm making dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> <I'm so No! laughs> I want to move on with this thing and I want to have a job again. I want to have a purpose to wake up in the morning. And it's not about money. It's like when you get paid for something that you did, you have self-worth. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that it has to be tied to money. It's about value. Hello, it is a lot of the time. I I don't have children, so it might be different for other people. I mean, everyone's life is different and they put value into things their own way. But when I put something out there and I've put my heart and soul into working on a project and someone pays me that, they're saying, yes, what you did was good Mm -hmm. and I'm paying you for it and you have value. Mm -hmm. And that just makes me feel all, all warm and fuzzy inside, you know, and then I go have a glass of wine with a friend on a terrace and and then I live that expat dream because then I'm able to you know but you have to have self-worth or else nothing works yeah right and so what I'm I mean that's something in coaching we work on around the ideas of self-worth that are disconnected from the outside results and what I'm hearing you say is it's like this final icing of I gave yeah. value and I got value. Back. I'm loving doing the simple. blog. I'm loving doing um, the blog, but I want to take the next step and, you know, professionally. Yeah, and right. Back. And people are loving it. So where can, where can people find you? Cause now I've bragged you up and I know the people that well, I've shared it with love. It. I've got a website, um, which is www.myexpectations.com. And I think you're going to put that in the notes of the podcast. And I'm also on Twitter at my expectations and on Facebook at my expectations. So I have those three areas. And I'll, Perfect. So I'll put that in the show notes. The other thing is if you sign up for my expectations, yes. then you get a free gift on how not to make friends, which I think is really it's, I think it's one of the most important things um, when uh, you're an expat is have friends. Have friends that get you, friends that you can, you know, cry to, bitch to, but they have to get you. It's really hard as an adult to make friends. So I went through the whole process of interviewing friends and being interviewed by people. So I think I've learned my lessons. So I just wanted to pass it on to people so they don't have to waste time doing all the garbage that I did and just can get right to it. 
Exactly. Yes. Learning by failure is a great learning method. <clears throat> so um, this has been so much fun talking to you. And I just want the audience to know that we, we didn't talk about what you were going to say before all of these things were spontaneous. So it's been really me fun too. for me to hear what you have to say. Um, tell us any, I'm going to totally put you on the spot, any last words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our um, listeners? I don't know. Don't give up on your expat life. I mean, you think, oh, I'll just go home. Mm -hmm. it's, no, just don't. I mean, I've been an expat now in Spain for 12 years. It's taken this amount of time for me to finally say, okay, my life can be good and it can be good here in Spain. I don't have to go home. I don't have to change countries, mm -hmm. but I can, I can, I can make the life mm -hmm. that I, I want. You, so just don't yes no matter no, where no. you are exactly it's, it's, yeah yeah yay thank so you fun. thank you so much for being here it's been lovely you've been listening to expat happy hour with sunday bean thank you for listening i'll leave you with the words of wisdom from mandy hill when you release expectations you are free to enjoy things for what they are instead of what you think they should be so there you have it, folks. One woman's real life transformation. How she went from feeling borderline depressed and on the sofa, stagnant, sedentary, questioning whether she made the wrong decision to be in a beautiful place in Spain, to an epic writer, blogger, using her humor to inspire others and move forward in their expat lives while sharing her talent of writing with the world and with businesses that need to communicate as effectively as she can. I know that if I whispered in her ear two years ago, she wouldn't have believed where she was. And that's exactly how I feel every time I speak to someone when they come to me asking questions about your transformation. We are smack dab in the middle of the application process for Year of Transformation, which is open to only a limited number of people. If you're listening to this and you're saying to yourself, just like she was, oh, I should be happy, but I'm not, or you're shaming yourself for not making the most of where you are, or maybe you're feeling like you cannot believe how you got yourself into the situation. This is for you. There is a side of you that is independent and is roaring to get out, but just doesn't know how to get unstuck. So if that sounds like you, I'd love to speak to you about Year of Transformation because look at what has changed in Janine's life and look at how she is serving others. That is a thing that fires me up. Staying stuck doesn't just impact you. It impacts your closest relationships and the people whose lives you could touch, whether it's through your work or through your volunteerism or just through being a bright and happy person who's confident, right? So if this resonates with you, check out Year of Transformation. Doors are closing at the end of September. 
and we've got to get in some time to talk to see if it's a right fit. So I'd love to see you there. The link for Year of Transformation is in my show notes. It's also at sundaybean.com under Work With Me Year of Transformation. Invest in yourself because you're smart and you've done your best up until now and you've come this far. Now it's time to grab my hand and join me because I'm going to pull you to the finish line. 